1: for your morning all the news you need to know it's the wabc early news on 77 wabc
2: welcome to the 77 wabc early news i'm deborah valentine with your news, sports business traffic and weather here's everything you need to know
1: the top five at five
2: how do you take a gun law
3: seriously when the overwhelming numbers are back on the streets
2: New York City's Mayor and Police Commissioner exchange a war of words with proponents of bail reform. Bail reform has led to 10 career criminals in New York City tacking up over 500 arrests and then released, with two believed purposely taking advantage of catch and release. A drop in the bucket as OPEC, controlled by Russia and Saudi Arabia, agree to increase oil production by only 100,000 barrels a day. Conspiracy theorist Alex Jones on trial in Texas admits the 2014 Sandy Hook massacre was real. Social Security recipients hit hard as increases under the Biden administration are not keeping pace with record inflation. New York City's mayor, Eric Adams, and City Police Commissioner Keechent Sewell waging a war of words over bail reform while proponents... Formerly incarcerated and advocate organizations are singing the praises of bail reform. The mayor and police commissioner, Keechan Sewell, say everyday New Yorkers are victims of lax bail reform laws as repeat offenders and pretrial detainees are released to commit even more crimes.
3: Time and time again, our police officers make an arrest and then the person who is arrested for assault, felonious assaults, robberies, and gun possessions. They're finding themselves back on the street within days, if not hours, after arrest. And they're going to commit more crimes within weeks, if not days.
2: The mayor and commissioner say loopholes are being exploited, allowing defenders to return to the streets to commit even more crimes, victimizing New Yorkers. The mayor unleashed a barrage of stats to back up his push for bail reform. Now, according to Adams, arrests have increased by 24% for a total of 109,000 arrests by August 1st. And additionally, arrests for seven major felonies, they are up by 29%. Firearm arrests are at a 27-year high. And the NYPD has taken over 4,300 illegal guns off the streets by the end of July. Case in point, as the mayor and police commissioner call for changes to bail reform, 10 career criminals have 500 arrests under their belts after New York State enacted its controversial bail reform laws. The New York Post has learned most are back right onto the streets. The city's alleged worst of the worst repeat offenders have been arrested 486 times since bail reform went into effect in 2020. 2020. Two of these 10 defendants are reportedly taking advantage of the bail reform laws. They've been arrested 33 times, the other 22 times in the wake of bail reform. Mayor Adams expressing outrage Wednesday while discussing the findings during an afternoon press conference at One Police Plaza.
3: They say the definition of insanity is to do the same thing repeatedly but expect different results. Our criminal justice system is insane. It is dangerous, it is harmful, and it's destroying the fabric of our city.
2: Still lawmakers in Albany, New York, have refused to make changes to bail reform laws. And the NYPD's list of these notable career criminals is topped by an unnamed recidivist, number one, who's been arrested a total of 101 times, with 88 coming since bail reform was enacted. OPEC dealt a blow to the President Joe Biden administration and the president himself, who had hopes of increased supplies when it voted for just a small increase in production on Wednesday. The White House refused, though, to condemn the move, even as White House Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre said the president has been very clear that oil supply must meet oil demand. She pointed to a chart showing a series of drops in oil and gas prices.
0: The fact of the matter is that uh, oil and gas prices are coming down. They're coming down, and they have been coming down since the president announced his trip. The moment he announced his trip, we saw uh, gas prices and uh, and oil prices coming down. And so that is also important to note.
2: Pierre wouldn't say whether President Biden considered the amount of the increase in insult when pressed on the matter. Conspiracy, conspiracy theorist Alex Jones on trial over his conspiracy claims related to the Sandy Hook massacre. Jones testified Wednesday that he now understands it was irresponsible of him to declare the Sandy Hook elementary school massacre a hoax and that he believes now it was 100 percent real. Speaking a day after the parents of a six year old boy who was killed in the 2012 attack testified about the suffering death threats and harassment They've endured because of what Jones claimed. Judge Maya Guerrero-Gamble admonished the right-wing conspiracy theorist.
4: It seems absurd to instruct you again that you must tell the truth
2: while you testify. Yet here I am. You must tell the truth while you testify. This is not your show. Testimony in the trial, which is in its second week, concluded at midday Wednesday. And at 5.50, the 77 early news speaks with Mark Barden, the co-founder of Sandy Hook Promise. With inflation at 9.1 percent under the Biden administration, the administration being criticized for not keeping pace with Social Security increases for recipients. New York Representative Elise Stefana criticized President Biden for his handling on this issue.
1: We continue to see Joe Biden and House Democrats downplay this. First, they said it was a high-class problem. Then they said it was transitory. Then they said it was temporary. Then they blamed the war in Ukraine. The American people are smart. They know that these numbers aren't out of
0: date. And the reason they know that is they're
1: feeling this pain.
2: And the increase just 5.9% last year. A new increase set for October. Looking at your forecast from the Ramsey Mazda student- Weather center, another hot day today. Sunshine Our highs, 96. The heat index, 103. Light winds to 11 miles per hour. The overnight low, 77, with a 30% chance of evening showers. And tomorrow, Friday, mostly sunny day, the high 92. The heat index, 101, with a 50% chance of showers or thunderstorms. Right now, 77 degrees, clear skies here in the Big Apple. Republican U.S. Representative Jackie Walorski killed, along with two congressional staffers and another person, in a horrific head-on car crash in our northern Indiana district. The driver of a vehicle crossed the center line, colliding head-on with the SUV Walorski was riding in, according to the Elkhart County Sheriff's Office. The driver of the car that crossed the center line also killed here. The 58-year-old congresswoman who served on the House Ways and Means Committee. She had railed against the Biden administration over inflation. I'm having a hard time listening to the other side talk about the fact that we have not been willing to work. We've not only been willing to work with you, we've brought alternatives, suggestions. All kinds of options. She was first elected to represent Indiana's second congressional district in 2012. She previously served six years in the state legislature in Indiana. Walorski was seeking re-election this year to a sixth term in the solidly Republican district. President Biden Wednesday issued an executive order to protect people's ability to travel out of state to access abortion. This is the second executive order the president has issued to preserve abortion access after the U.S. Supreme Court's ruling overturning Roe v. Wade. The executive order directs the Department of Health and Human Services to consider action to advance access to reproductive health services, including through Medicaid for patients who travel out of state.
1: I believe Roe got it right. It's been the law for close to 50 years. And I commit to the American people, and we're doing everything in our power to safeguard access to health care, including the right to choose that women had under Roe v. Wade, which was ripped away by this extreme court.
2: Biden is also asking his secretary Xavier Becerra to consider all appropriate actions to ensure that health providers follow federal non-discrimination laws so that people can receive medically necessary care without delay. It appears a former New York City mayor and 77 WABC host Rudy Giuliani won't be facing charges involving an ongoing federal investigation. Here's 77 WABC's Bob Brown.
1: Former New York City Mayor Rudy Giuliani and personal attorney to former President Trump is unlikely to face charges in connection with a nearly two-year investigation into whether he violated laws requiring him to register as a foreign agent in a Ukraine lobbying case. NBC4 and the New York Times, both quoting sources familiar with the investigation, sources saying the investigation which is being conducted by prosecutors out of Manhattan and the FBI has still not concluded. I'm Bob Brown for the 77 WABC early news. Well,
2: if you're not up to date on your COVID-19 vaccines or booster shots, Dr. Anthony Fauci has a warning. He says, get those doses now or prepare for a harsh COVID fall and winter. He spoke to LA radio station KNX Tuesday. It, it, is, it is about
3: you as an individual, but it's also about the communal responsibility to get this outbreak under the control, as well as the fact that there are still some significant unknowns about what we're calling long
2: COVID. Nearly 228 million or roughly 70 percent of Americans are unvaccinated, haven't completed their primary vaccine series or hadn't gotten their first booster dose as of July 21st, according to the Kaiser Family Foundation Among adults 50 and over who are eligible for a second booster shot, only 30.9% have received it, according to that data. San Francisco's new DA, Brooke Jenkins, a Democrat, announced on Wednesday that she has revoked 30 plea offers for drug cases made by her predecessor, who was recalled from office during a special election. Former DA Chessa Budin was ousted in a recall election back in June, a rebuke of his progressive policies. He pushed ending in-cash bail and in offering defendants the opportunity to enter a rehab program instead of prison. Jenkins outlined her goals during an interview with Fox 2 KTVU in San Francisco last month. We have to have consequences for criminal behavior in San Francisco, and that doesn't necessarily mean that we're going to be locking everybody up. Accountability can come in many forms, and for most of our offenders it's going to be rehabilitation or a requirement of vocational training, but there has to be some level of of a consequence for those who commit crimes. Jenkins' office said in a press release that uh, one of the plea offers that she took back was for a case in which a defendant had six open cases for dealing fentanyl and was arrested with more than 100 grams of that drug. Our speaker Nancy Pelosi ended her controversial visit to Taiwan on Wednesday, delivering a message of solidarity with the island republic. LOSI also pushed back against China's threats against her and the Taiwanese government over the trip. 43 years ago, with the Taiwan Relations Act, America made a bedrock promise to always stand with Taiwan. And on this strong foundation, we have built a thriving partnership. Pelosi's highly anticipated trip to Taiwan, an unannounced but widely reported stop on her tour across Asia this week, sparked controversy. China claims the island is part of its territory and threatened a forceful response if the speaker visited the island. The Chinese foreign ministry released a statement Tuesday that the visit seriously infringes upon China's sovereignty and territorial integrity. They also imposed some export delays on Taiwan. 787 wabc time check five fifteen time to head over to justin ellick for a look at sports
4: thank you deb i am justin ellick here with the early news sports update let's start off in the nation's capital where the mets got back on track with a convincing win over the nationals last night as is the theme for pretty much any mets win pete Alonso went deep for the 28th time this year but it was the newly acquired daniel vogelbach who formally introduced himself to mets fans with his first long ball in the orange and blue which doubled as a grand salami sandwich 2-2 on the way from Weems, and Vogelback gets one in the air along the right field line, back toward the corner, back goes Palacios, and it's out of here! A grand slam for Daniel
1: Vogelback His first home run as a man, and he scores four!
4: 13th home run of the season, Daniel Vogelback makes his mark, and it's 6-0 New York. That call courtesy of Gary Cohen, SNY. The slam put the Mets up 6-0 at the time, and they'd eventually hold on for the 9-5 win to take the three-game series from the Nats. Up next for the Mets is a visit from the NLE's second-place Atlanta Braves for a huge four-game set beginning tonight at 7-10 p.m. Eastern. Carlos Carrasco slated to go up against Atlanta's Kyle Wright. As for the Yankees, they skidded in the final two games of their three-game series with the Seattle Mariners losing again last night by a score of 7-3 at home in the Bronx. Garrett Cole was seemingly on the mound for the Yankees, but the Cole we know and love was nowhere to be found last night. He got absolutely shelled the tune of six runs on three home runs in the first inning. He settled down after that, shutting out the Mariners for the remainder of his outing, but the deficit was too great for a Yankees offense that once again was underwhelming. Just three runs on five hits simply isn't going to do it against the right arm of Luis Castillo who registered his first win in a Seattle uniform. New York will grab a breather tonight and try and regroup in St. Louis come Friday to kick off a weekend set against the Cardinals. Moving away from the Diamond now as the NFL on Wednesday appealed the six-game suspension for Cleveland Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson seeking a tougher penalty for violating in the league's personal conduct policy in the wake of dis- disciplinary officer Sue L. Robinson's ruling Monday. And in the world of golf, more drama out of, the, out of the Saudi-backed LIB Golf League as Phil Mickelson along with 10 other golfers in the league have filed an antitrust lawsuit against the PGA Tour. The lawsuit uh, requested relief that would allow Taylor Gooch, Hutchins, Swa- Hudson Swafford, and Matt Jones to play in three FedEx Cup playoff events. Now, for more sports content, follow 77WABC Sports on Instagram and Twitter. Here with the early news sports update, I'm Justin Ellick on 77WABC. Thanks,
2: Justin. Your forecasts from the Ramsey Monster Weather Center. Sunshine today are high up to 96. The heat index, 103. Light winds to 11 miles per hour. The overnight low is 77. 30% chance of evening showers. Mostly sunny day Friday, the high 92. The heat index tomorrow, 101, with a 50% chance of showers and thunderstorms right now. 77 clear skies here in the Big Apple. Lou Dobbs has your financial report.
1: This is the 77 WABC Lou Dobbs Financial Report. I'm Lou Dobbs. Wall Street looking to build off yesterday's big rally. More good economic news boosting investor confidence. And DoorDash looking to dash quarterly targets. August trading back on track after the three major indexes posted a rally yesterday. The Dow Jones Industrials coming off a 400-point rally in yesterday's session. Investors turning back to technology, sending the NASDAQ 300 points higher on the day. More strong economic data giving Wall Street more confidence. July Services PMI rebounding after three straight monthly declines. Wayfair stock riding a two-month high. Its quarterly earnings come today. Wall Street is forecasting a significant decline in sales revenue, however, but the company has beat estimates more than half the time over the past two years. DoorDash expected to post better-than-expected earnings today. Wall Street expecting a 30% decline in revenue year-over-year. Experts say the company's efforts to improve delivery services will pay off please join me three times each weekday right here on this station this is the lou dobbs financial report keep listening for more to 77 wabc for the lou dobbs financial report
2: Checking futures, down, the red down just 29 points at 32,741, S&P 500 down four, the NASDAQ down 15 and three quarter points, gold up $18.20 an ounce at $1,794.60, crude oil down 31 cents a barrel at
0: $90.35. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS?
1: New York's
2: Governor Hochul and New York City Mayor Adams claim to be on the same page when it comes to New York's controversial bail laws Wednesdays, despite offering opposing takes on overhauling reforms. The governor pushing back on criticism of the state's cashless bail system, calling out judges and prosecutors for not following the law. Adams once again pleaded with lawmakers up in Albany to go back to the drawing board.
0: And I encourage everybody in the entire ecosystem related to public safety, starting with law enforcement and our district attorneys and our judges to review the bail laws that were enacted in the budget that became, they became in effect on May 9th.
2: The governor also defended changes already made as part of the state budget this year that expanded the list of bail eligible crimes. The tweak also allows judges some more authority to set bail when dealing with repeat offenders. Hochul suggested continuing education programs or more Briefings from the state to ensure judges understand the current law. New York's cashless bail system was enacted in 2019. It's been amended twice. Police have made two arrests in connection with the shooting of a McDonald's worker in a dispute over cold French fries in Bed Stuy, Brooklyn, Monday night. 20 year old Michael Morgan is charged with attempted murder and criminal possession of a weapon. He has 13 prior arrests, but was back out on the streets. 18-year-old Camelia Dunlap is charged with two counts of criminal possession of a weapon, a loaded firearm. The NYPD says Dunlap allegedly handed a 9-millimeter handgun to Morgan, who then opened fire. Dunlap's grandmother spoke to the New York Post, saying they should have given Morgan's mother warm French fries.
3: That's why we go in there to spend our money, get hot food. And sometimes you go and eat restaurants. They just slap the food on the sandwich any kind of way. When you get home with it, it's it's not like what you see on the sign. It's a sloppy sandwich, you know, and that's not what you're paying for.
2: Officials say Morgan's mother was at the restaurant and complained to the victim, a 23-year-old employee who was working behind the counter, that her French fries were cold. The argument escalated and the woman called Morgan, who police say, then went to the restaurant to confront the worker and ended up allegedly shooting him outside. The 23-year-old worker remains in extremely critical condition at Brookdale University Hospital. The man captured on surveillance video slashing a woman with a box cutter in Times Square, now charged with a hate crime and criminal possession of a weapon. 30-year-old Anthony Evans was caught on camera at approximately 10 Sunday morning near 7th Avenue and West 42nd Street, running up behind a 59-year-old Asian woman, pulling a cart and slashing her hand. Evans didn't respond to reporters' questioning as he was being transported.
1: What you
4: doing? What you doing, Anthony? You got to say to the victim, are you sorry? The New
2: York Post reported that Evans has been arrested more than thirty times for offenses that included things like robbery, criminal possession of a weapon, and turnstile jumping. A crash in Inwood Wednesday morning killed two pedestrians in the wrong place at the wrong time and injured several other people. These two men killed were walking down Sherman Street when two cars collided and one veered into them. CBS two spoke to family and friends who were paying their respects at a memorial set up at the scene of the fatal crash for Joel Adams and his brother friend or barber friend David Fernandez. Adam's friends, Isaac Canario, spoke to CBS 2. I feel sad, man. I can't believe this happened to my friend. He was a great person. He always happy.
3: He loved the dance salsa. Everybody in the neighborhood know him.
2: Animas had just gotten an early morning haircut to look fresh for a big birthday celebration when this fatality occurred. There was no immediate word on whether speed or alcohol were factors in this fatal crash. The NYPD's collision investigation squad is investigating and city officials do say that during the past five years, 36 people have been injured in collisions at that particular intersection, including 12 pedestrians and two cyclists. New York Democratic Representative Carolyn Maloney said Tuesday that she does not believe that President Joe Biden is going to run for reelection in 2024. Should
3: President Biden run again in Yes. Mr. Nadler. Too early to say it doesn't serve the purpose of the Democratic Party to to deal with that until after the midterms. Ms. Maloney.
2: I don't believe he's running for re-election. Hmm. All right. And she made the comments during a congressional primary debate in New York's 12th district with Jerry Nadler, her opponent there, one of her opponents and a longtime colleague, Representative Nadler said it was too early to say if Mr. Biden should run again. Suraj Patel, who is challenging Maloney for the third time in a row, said he does believe Mr. Biden should run again. The 79-year-old president and his aides consistently say he intends to run in 2024. A CBS News poll released July 31st had Biden at a 58 percent disapproval level. The owner of an iconic New York City shop will be in court fighting to keep her business going. Oliva Dairy in Little Italy is hailed as the oldest cheese shop throughout the United States. That shop on Grand Street has served up things like fresh mozzarella, imported Italian cheese, and cured meat since 1892. The owner there is Karen King, and she fell two years behind in rent during the viral pandemic, and now she's fighting to survive. King spoke to CBS 2 News back in April.
0: To lose a lever would be devastating to me. And it's not the money, it's keeping the tradition going on, keeping this place alive.
2: She and her landlord hope to reach a deal on back rent. And in the meantime, the business has started a GoFundMe page to try and raise the money to keep its doors open. And so far, the fundraiser has collected just under $3,000 and has a goal of $150,000 to pay that back rent. Your forecast from the Ramsey Monster Weather Center. Sunshine today are highs 96. The heat index, 103. Light winds to 11 miles per hour. The overnight low is 77 with a 30% chance of evening showers. Mostly sunny day Friday. The highs 92. The heat index, 101 with a 50% chance of showers and thunderstorms tomorrow. Right now, 77 clear skies here in New York. One of Warner Brothers' highly anticipated superhero movies that was due out next year has... Not in the axe, even after it was completed filming. Jacqueline Carl is the story. That kind of power is
0: very dangerous. Warner Brothers acts the 90 million dollar Batgirl movie this according to a person connected to the film who's not authorized to speak publicly. The studio decided Batgirl didn't merit either a streaming debut or a theatrical release. Not even Michael Keaton, J.K. Simmons and Brendan Fraser who star in the film could save Batgirl starring Leslie Grace in the lead role. For 77 WABC Early News, I'm Jacqueline Carl.
2: And if you miss the top 5 of 5 and other news, be sure to check it out on our website wabcradio.com.
1: It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC.